Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Sing to you. Happy birthday to Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> to you. Yeah. I was not singing because I'm like, are you singing to me? I was like, you know, it's not my birthday. It's not You're your like, fucking what? birthday. Stop being so fucking. It is not. It, it's not all about I you, Joey. I missed out on singing then. Yeah. nine nine ninety nine is the birthday. Oh, wow. Nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. was. It was nine nine ninety nine. Yeah. That was the yeah. whole, that was the whole the, deal with that. They made such a big deal. Yeah. When they announced it. But what a cool fucking release date. Like probably the coolest release date in in video game history. Yeah. You know, the probably. Most memorable. Well, it's the most memorable. Except, Sadly, it was not the most memorable system. <laughs> anyway. Well, kind of. What are their we, very last What last are we doing? One. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> if it's your birthday, then you got a special extra treat. So, or if it's not your birthday, you can just save this episode. And if your name's Dreamcast, it's even more special. <laughs> it's even more special. And please call in because we want to interview you and talk about all of the trauma that you've undergone being bullied by <laughs> people at school. But welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell. Here with Clippy McClipperson, Ron Kalinsky. I yeah. clipped so hard during that happy birthday thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as you're doing, you're editing your own your yeah, own audio. I'll I'm, be good. I'm good with that. Um, what we're talking about today is being old as fuck. So our main course is we're going to be talking about the transition from being young and having all this wonderful disposable income and free time. To being old and having to worry about life and work and, you know, budgets and all that stuff while still somehow maintaining our wonderful, beloved hobby of video games. But before we get there, we got a lot to talk about. Number one, I went to the retro game night that we previously talked to Kimberly Shattuck about. So she's the librarian, uh, a librarian and assistant professor at NIU's Founders Library. And there's, uh, she's having a, an exhibit, as we talked about in a previous episode, called Game On, the history of video game consoles. And they have a retro game trivia night every Friday. And I wasn't able to go the first Friday because the beginning of the semester, all busy and all that kind of stuff. But I went this past Friday and I got there and there was probably, I mean, there were a number of people, number of students there. Um, but I would say there's probably like a dozen or so that were participating in trivia and I went up to Kimberly beforehand and I was like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if I want to compete. Like, I feel kind of bad because it's all students, right? So it's like younger people and I am about as old as the Crypt Keeper. And so I'm like, I feel like I have a little bit of an unfair advantage. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. Like the two students that won last week, they did really well. They're both here tonight. So if you don't take it seriously, they're probably going to win. So I was like, okay, sure. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll guess I'll compete. And the first question got me like the first question was hard it was um how much did it cost to develop the very first computer the first ever computer and the an the answers were five thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars five hundred thousand dollars or five million dollars and i was like shit i don't know that number off the top of my head like i had to take a, a, a educated guess and i was like it's got to be five hundred or five hundred thousand or or five million and i stupidly said five million but it was just a guess and I got it wrong, and I was like, "The answer is five hundred thousand." By the way, Ron yes, got. It I right. know I got it right. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, if I got the first one wrong, I got to try." So then I took it seriously. I was being all competitive, and I ended up winning. And at some point in the middle, rigged. Um, Andrea pointed out, as Andrea, sorry, Kimberly pointed out 
that I was old, she was like, oh, this this console came out when we graduated high school. We graduated the same year, right? And I was like, oh, God, yes, 1972. But um, it was the Xbox in 2001, which that was the other. I got three questions wrong. That was another question that I got wrong. But when she did that, everyone turned to look at me and she's like, oh, I don't know if everyone knows you, but this is Joey Crunwell. He's a PhD candidate and his dissertations on video games and all that stuff. And so um, I felt already a little bit like kind of on the spotlight. And then when we finished and the results came up and it showed that I won, everyone turned to me and I was like, oh, I, w- I felt so nervous. And she's like, here you go. And she hands me like the the like goodie bag that you get when you win. And I didn't know what was in it, but I'm just like, oh, thanks. And everyone's looking at me and I had this urge to just hand the bag to someone to be like, here you go. I was just doing it for fun because I felt so bad. I'm like, I, I, I feel like I had an unfair advantage. And so, but I didn't because I was already kind of nervous and I was like, maybe that would seem stupid. So I didn't do it. And afterward, um, you know, I went up and I started talking to her and I was like, yeah, you know, I still kind of feel bad. And then somehow we were talking about the original uh, PlayStation and Persona. And she's like, oh, there's a Persona 5 pin in the bag. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I think I I got it from GameStop. They gave us some free stuff. And I look in the bag and there's this enamel pin of Joker from Persona 5, which is one of my favorite games of all time. So then all of that guilt out the window. I was like, fuck those. And he's like, fuck you, kids. Fuck you. Exactly. As Michael Jordan once said, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But that was really fun. If you're in the northern Illinois area uh, and you'd like it, there's and you'd like it, um, and you'd like to do the Give Video Game Trivia, there's one more uh, night of it tomorrow, September 10th um, at 3 p.m. I think 3 or 4 p.m. Oh, I should have looked up the time. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look it up. But I'll, I'll fact check her with you. her right now and see if I can get the time out of her. Okay. Um, I think it's 3 or 4 p.m. But or it might be five. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a short. It only took us like, you know, 20, 25 minutes or so. Um, the questions were really good. Uh, this, the the people were like really into it and everyone was really cool. So it was a really fun event. Uh, and there was some really good stuff in that goodie bag. So I recommend checking it out if you are in the area. And let, let the record show that I did beat you on that on that quiz. You did. You did. You had one. the inside track. Yeah. Really gave you some answers, but yeah. the only one I got cool. wrong was the Nintendo. What year Nintendo started? I stupidly hit nineteen hundred, knowing <laughs> full well that it was eighteen hundred. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> one wrong is better than three, I guess. You know, that's that's true. Um, but the important thing is we both we both beat the kids. We both yes. beat the students. I don't like calling them. students kids, but you know what? After I beat them, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, <laughs> said Michael Jordan. Um, the other thing, though, does not 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 this is not video game related. No, it was is on a previous video, episode. It is plenty video game related. This, it is not at all video game related. But on a previous episode, we brought up this delicious ice cream treat, Vianetta, and how it was a staple of our this commercial for it was a staple of our childhood, and how we had looked for it in the past. We tried to find it, we couldn't find it anywhere. We knew that they had reintroduced it. Um, Good humor bought it from whatever company owned it before, and like we're it was, redistributing it. Was it Briar before? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, maybe. Which is weird because they're still in business. Yeah. So like, but they were not interested in the um, fine dining dessert game, middle class <laughs> fancy. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly I get a message from you saying, "Look what I got, Vianetta. You found it at this local store." 
and you were like, try the lo- try that store. And there was one literally like a two or three minute walk from my apartment. So I'm like, I'm going to go try that store. And then they had it. And I stupidly bought three of them because I was acting like a fucking squirrel getting ready for winter. I was like, I'll never find these again. I've been looking for them so much. And I kind of regret it. But let's talk about it. What was your what's your Vianetta review? Um, It's OK. It's it, yeah, it's it's not it's not quite what I remember it being, but also like I don't know how much of that is like that the recipe has changed over the years since they've made it over a decade and a half ago, however long ago it was discontinued. And honestly, I probably only remember having it when I was maybe in the single digits of age which was a long time ago, as we've talked about a lot. Um, Basically, to me, it tasted like whipped cream and vanilla ice cream mixed together. Um, Or like ice cream mixed with a lot of confectioner sugar uh, with like bits of chocolate. The chocolate's really good. The chocolate is like super, super delicious. Um, I would eat it again, um, but I wouldn't. I'm not disappointed. Let's say let's <laughs> let's just put it that way. I was not disappointed. Yeah. I kind of was, but I didn't I don't have a right to be because I don't remember. I've only had it once or twice in my entire life and I don't remember. I like you said I had it probably in like 1947 or something. It was like it was a long time ago. And so I don't really know what I remember, but what it, I I I like the way that you put it. It, it because it feels lighter than that's what I was imagining it, it was going to be heavier I was imagining this like very heavy dense ice cream treat and it's very light and there's this sort of center mass of these like very crispy chocolate layers in the center and then the outside is really all just that like vanilla light vanilla ice cream and it's not great like that part I don't even really like mm-hmm it's the chocolate the chocolate i like but the outside it's like i almost wish i could just pick around it but i'm not i'm not a super picky eater i'm gonna eat it but yeah i don't know it was you know now now i'm stuck with i, I already ate one of them but there's two more i mean you're good you're gonna <laughs> fucking more you're gonna fucking i'm eat gonna it. eat them i know but like your manager i bought three things ice cream oh ah oh, damn it <laughs> could have bought three pints of ben and jerry's um but that's your vianetta review Okay. Pretty Pixels podcast. <laughs> um, I didn't think we had that much news to cover this week, but holy shit! So, so the the only news I had was that we have three big game releases this week: WarioWare, Get It Together, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Tales of Arise. Um, I'm getting WarioWare and Life is Strange. I'll probably get Tales of Arise later. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know part? what Tales of Arise is. What is that? It is part of the Tales series, oh, um, Bandai okay. Namco. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been getting rave reviews, and I love the first two Tales games. I've only checked in with some of the later Tales games, and I wasn't super impressed. But this one has been getting big, big reviews, so I'll probably check it out eventually. But I'm excited for WarioWare and Life is Strange, um, and that was going to be it for the news. And then Sony was like, "Oh, hey." We have a showcase on Thursday when we're recording today, nine nine, And um, you were like, hey, why don't we just wait until the end of that? And I was like, yeah, perfect, because that seemed about, about the time we would start anyways. And I'm really glad we did, because I almost was like, eh, I'm not sure they're going to show very much. They showed fucking everything. 
They started with the fucking Knights of the Old Republic remake that's been rumored for so long. And I am a little suspicious of the wording. It said made for PS5, which doesn't mean exclusive necessarily. It could, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it implies some kind of like it's designed specifically on the PS5. Maybe that's like the design designed on next gen hardware right yeah like exclusively like it's not going to be on past gen systems it's only going to be on the current gen of systems sort of thing maybe because there are games that are made for pc but then come to console like made for doesn't necessarily mean anything but but hey maybe sony paid a lot for it and decided like hey we're gonna make this exclusive since you know microsoft owns everything else so let's let's own this especially too since KOTOR was originally an Xbox series. Yeah. Like that would be a, a nice stab at, at, at the Microsoft for that. You know, I could yeah. see, I could see Sony doing that or at least like a, you know, a timed exclusive of some sort. Yeah. Like I could see that. I mean, I didn't see, I haven't looked. I mean, we literally just started recording right after the show. So number one, we haven't really had time to go back and rewatch these trailers and really analyze them. But number two, we haven't gotten to see much of the discourse around them. And sometimes what happens with these kinds of announcements is like Sony or Microsoft or whoever will be the first one to announce it. And then immediately the other platforms will put out a tweet or something and say, Dice of the Old Republic coming to Xbox or something like that, because they want people to be aware that it's not exclusive. Don't get your, you know, don't don't get your wires crossed. I haven't seen that. But again, we haven't had a lot of time to look. The trailer was a teaser. It starts out with just black and you hear a voice. It's a woman. um, And she starts talking about mistakes and something about the Sith. So, of course, right when she said Sith, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a Star Wars game. I I knew that right away just seeing the LucasArts logo. I'm like, oh, it's probably Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Lucas. Well, I thought it could be that or Indiana Jones because they had just announced that as well. Or I was like, maybe they're resurrecting something else. And then, you know, she started talking and she mentioned the Sith and I was like, oh, is this going to be something related to the High Republic? Because that whole thing has just started. And then the Knights of the Old Republic remake came up and I was like, oh, shit, that is. And it said, again, it said remade for the PS5. Um, But that's all they showed. It Obviously, we only saw one character model, but. Um, I'm just so fucking hyped. I love those games. I've, I've been hoping that the rumors have been true for so long and who knows when it's coming out, (laughs) probably like 2025 or something, but just knowing that it's out there. Looking at this Polygon article that was posted about an hour ago, um, it says PlayStation five and PC. That's it. Oh shit. So there's a good chance that it could be PlayStation exclusive. Does so, it say it's being who it's being developed uh, by? Aspire. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. They, they are owned by the in, the Embracer Group. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, what jumped out to you? There's so many games. I listed all of them, but let me throw it over to you. Is there anything that that jumped out to you that was really exciting? Uh, I am excited about finally playing Alan Wake. <laughs> After buying all the games and never playing any of them, yeah, on the PS5 for the first time, and the same f- here, first I think, time for me too. 
in general. Yeah, I think I have a copy on the 360 that I never played, mm-hmm. and I think I bought it for Steam because of the soundtrack thing that we talked about. Yeah, I bought, I and bu- I never played it. I bought it for 360, and then I bought. I thought I think I got the 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 like DLC expansion, like standalone game, whatever it was for the Xbox Live Arcade. I think that was like one of the free games. I'm like, oh, I'll get that, and I'll play it after I play the first game, and I never did. <laughs> did they announce a release date for that? Uh October, I think. Okay, I think that makes that's, sense. I think one of them was October, and I was like, "Oh, that seems soon." And I think it was that. I mean, that's that's specifically a remaster, so they're yeah. not really probably doing too much to make it run on the hardware. They're just probably cleaning it up, and that's about it. So I could see that coming out pretty soon. I remember hearing yeah. something rumors about it like a week or two ago. So, um. I I am more interested in Ghostwire Tokyo now than I was before after seeing that trailer. It, it yeah, it did look pretty flashy. Um, like I because I, yeah. I wasn't no I wasn't I didn't really know what to go into uh, or expecting like going into that. Like mm-hmm. I knew nothing. I just hope it's good. Like it looks really cool. Uh, it seems really interesting, but I mean it could it could suck. Um, yeah, it looked like an open world. Um, kind of game where you have these powers and a lot of Japanese imagery, Onis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it looked like a, like a kind of Neo Tokyo type of thing. Mm-hmm. Very futuristic and science fiction. Yeah. The ghosts, and, the ghosts look really sweet. Like yeah. all that stuff. Like that's, that's what's getting me more and more interested in it. Uh, the more I see of death loop, the less I get interested in it. Honestly, I think that's so interesting. Cause I think you and tab were both really interested in it at one point. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, and now I pre-ordered it. <laughs> I, and I'm like, yeah. And tab was like, eh. and you're like, eh. I think tab ended up pre-ordering it after I, um, you know, gave Twisted a sad story about like, I could just, I could just play it by myself. It was fine. Wait, is there multiplayer <laughs> stuff in it? Are you yeah, just you can like, play together? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You can be the opposing assassins. Oh, yeah. Okay. And from what they said, is you don't even have to. You don't have to fight against each other. You can play cooperatively, and and they didn't expand on that. But mm. like, you don't. It doesn't have to be like you and I going in and trying to kill each other or screw each other over. So that that was really interesting to me. Okay. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I I might just wait on it now a little bit. I don't know. Like when it first came out, I'm like, oh, that seems really cool. And then just the yeah. more I see of it, I'm just like. All right, I guess it's kind of cool, and then just like it looked, uh, I don't know. This trailer made, reminded me a lot of Bioshock for whatever reason. It I don't know what it was. Reminded me a little bit of Bullet Storm. Hmm. Or Bullet Storm. I haven't played it. That was the uh, Epic Games, I think. That was the the Dick Tits thing where they're like over the top, like they're like oh we're talking about swearing and stuff like that. And but the game actually ended up being pretty cool. It was like chaining oh. together like. Uh, combos of like you know doing different things and like chaining together your like first person shooting stuff like kicks and shooting and tethering ah, and stuff like that. I Remember, think my friend Dave worked on that. They game. did that. They did like the one of the trailer or one of the like uh trailer videos was like making fun of like the Halo like super cinematic like thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was an okay game. It was fun. Been a been a while. Yeah, I think. Didn't you ever? Did you meet Bill? I think Bill slash Dave David worked on that, but I might have. I could be could be mistaken. Um, what about? Okay, I'm curious about your thoughts on probably the most unexpected. Oh, I can't say the most unexpected, but like I'm not really sure where it fit with the rest of them. But I know you'll have thoughts. Radiohead Kid A Amnesia. 
kid it? kid amnesia yeah um i'm super excited about it because i love those two albums <laughs> so yeah it's based on i'm assuming well they were they were playing a track from kid a so they, and showing art from amnesiac they're they're doing um radiohead's doing like because basically those al- albums were like recorded like basically at the same time amnesiac's like just like leftover stuff from kid a um and they're doing a a re-release of it later this year where they're basically combining the two albums and then having a bunch of other bonus stuff that was like wasn't good enough for either of the albums um or just like leftover unfinished things um and they're re-releasing that i don't remember when which i'm thinking about buying it's like 150 dollars because i'm an idiot um (laughs) but um yeah i'm super excited about that (laughs) Because I mean, it's just gonna be like it's it's gonna be free more than likely, and it's just gonna right, be right. Like, yeah, and also too, like I love that era of like Radiohead's like video treatment stuff. Yeah, like I remember Gary having that like um, Kid A promotional video, and it was just like all like just the short snippets of the, like just like random like clips and stuff like that, just like with the audio put over it or played backwards or just like some just weird stuff. Like I have a feeling it's probably gonna be more of that, which is pretty awesome i'm excited yeah. about that um, yeah just hearing the music i was like oh shit i was like who scored radiohead for their soundtrack this is a great i love that song yeah and then i saw and then, then i saw the crying devil and i'm like oh this is right. not this is not just the soundtrack thing this is something else yeah i was like is this a radiohead game <laughs> it's not an experience i was expecting it to then say vr i thought it was gonna be like a playstation vr thing because that makes total sense yeah but yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm super curious. I'm I love Radiohead, like you said. So I'm gonna check it out no matter what. I'd probably even pay for it. It feels like ten bucks or something. I, I, I if anything, it's probably gonna be five. I I, I yeah. also I can't see them making a, a thing for it. I think it's just gonna be promotional. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Marvel. So they showed Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't have a ton of interest in that, no. but. Insomniac is making two games that I was kind of shocked by. Well, one of them I wasn't shocked by, but they announced Wolverine and it's Insomniac. So it's PlayStation exclusive. And I'm, I I mean, I loved Insomniac's Spider-Man games. So I'm super hyped. That's all they showed was Wolverine sitting at a bar and like a guy comes up and says something to him and his claws come out. I don't even think he said anything to him. I think he just walked up to like, he knew he was walking behind him and then just shink. Oh, yeah, and that that was it. But that's enough for me. I'm like, I'm totally fucking in. Insomniac's track record is amazing, and I really loved what they did with Spider Man. So, and that's and n- I feel like next year, is it? Did they say? I I didn't. That was one of those where I didn't catch the date. I know, I know, Spider Man Two, 2023. I yeah. couldn't remember. Maybe, maybe Wolverine didn't have a date. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Keep going. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 they announced as well, and it showed both Peter Parker and Miles Morales' Spider-Man. Spider-Man's. Spider- <laughs> Spider- it, Spider-Man. Um, Spider- Spider-Man's. Um, and you hear this gravelly voice coming from the darkness, and you're like, oh, this person seems to be... They're saying something about, like, I've, I've searched everywhere to find an equal or something like that, and you're like, ooh, who could this be? And then they showed Venom's face come out of the darkness, and... Again, I feel like Venom is one of those characters that is a huge fan favorite, but it hasn't gotten quite the 
the like big Marvel treatment that other characters have. I mean, obviously he had his own movie recently with Tom Hardy, but it wasn't quite the huge Marvel hit that these other movies are. So, and, and plus because it belongs to the Spider-Man universe. So Marvel doesn't have the same rights over him, but, um, over that character. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, it was a teaser. They didn't really show very much. They showed a lot of, of spider-man both spider-man's man's men's um fighting and it's like looked cool but you know peter parker spider-man had the the iron spider suit which i I love that's almost always one of my favorite suits that i use so but they didn't really show much and then again they reveal venom and so in both cases wolverine and venom i'm like i'm so in and insomniac is making both and i'm like shit what the fuck man other studios are like oh man takes us seven years to Where's the next Grand Theft Auto? Here's another Skyrim. Insomniac's like, boom, here's Wolverine. Here's Venom. Here's Miles Morales. Like, they're just, man, on a roll. Speaking but. of Grand Theft Auto, when I saw that thing pop up, and I, like, like I said, there was a late title card at the very end that says March 2022. And I'm like, wait, didn't they just announce it? Like, a release date in November? Uh, and of course, when I go to Twitter and try to look at, like, see what, anything about it, of course, it's like, Oh, what a scam. Where's GTA 6? Eh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't buy it then. Yeah. But you're going to buy it anyway because you're a fucking baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious about what the differences are because, of course, at the end they were like, also check out Grand Theft Auto Online. And then they showed like the apartments and they showed like arcade cabinets and stuff. Well, they already and have so I'm like, some of that stuff in there. I think it's right. just going to be like larger servers. Uh, also too, you know, like when you look at your window, like you can't really see too much. Like you could see some of the stuff going on. This almost looks like it's going to be like more like one-to-one. So maybe like less, yeah. like less loading time where it's, a- or it's actually like rendered outside sort of thing. Um, well, I mean, that was one of the first things that we tried when we got in a high rise apartment was I'm going to go fire missiles at your apartment <laughs> yeah, in an attack helicopter. And we're like where are you? I'm not, and you like had to like level out and yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so, I'm, I'm assuming maybe this will be a little more, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it also says like enhanced gameplay. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. Um, I, I mean, I'm just wondering if any of it's going to be gated behind the PlayStation five, like PlayStation five, you know, Grand Theft Auto five online owners. Yeah. I know. Get access to, I, I'm sure that arcades. I mean, no, they already have the arcades in the in the game. Oh, do they? It's one okay. of the, it's for one of the heists. I can't remember which one it is. Gotcha. Uh, I haven't bought one yet because no one wants to play the heist with me because no one wants to play <laughs> games. We need to give we. You know who it is? It's that son of a bitch, Gary. It is that son we of can't. a bitch. That goddamn son <laughs> of a bitch. Oh, these lights that just son fl- of a bitch, Gary. Lights just flickered when I said his name. Oh God, I angered him. Uh, <laughs> behind you uh, quick Gary Hart, uh, update Gary Hart, Gary Hart. 4, 4 p.m. for the trivia so if okay, you listen to this before um, before the, before 4 p.m. tomorrow <laughs> September 10th Friday um, go to the trivia yeah um, NIU Founders Library basement so just go down the escalator make a right it's right there yeah uh, but yeah that's son of a bitch Gary um, well also we need a fourth too so yeah, blame tab too. That son of a bitch tab. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm still gonna buy it. I'm still gonna play it because I'm an idiot. But I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm not gonna be like me. I'm sad. I wait my next game. It's fucking. I mean, I, I do want Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah, course, I do. But, but I mean, I don't imagine it, that they're pausing. You know, development on that to release Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, a, and also too, probably a different team. Like, 
let them take their time on it. Who who cares? Like, yeah. yeah well, I mean, I guess there's not really much going on anywhere else. So it's all he can occupy your time with other games. Um, but also like whatever. Like I don't care. Let them make a game. Let them make it good. Don't have them fucking rush out shit. When they release that trailer for Grand Theft Auto Six, I'm gonna tweet out with the hashtag, you know, Grand Theft Auto Six. I'm just gonna write, "Boo, where's Bully Two? <laughs> where's Grand Theft Auto Seven? Where's Grand Theft Auto Seven? Stop wasting our time with this bullshit. Well, I want um, a GTA Online Two. <laughs> oh God, more no. shark cards. <laughs> Every time, ah, well, you know what? <laughs> anyway, let's just, anyway, let's just. Let's, um, I really 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 wish i can get into gran turismo because it looks really good so pretty but those fucking racing games forza 2 they look so good and then i buy them and i'm like because i can't there it's the realistic racing i'm just i'm just not a fan of it yeah and also too i don't like having to like take forever to get a fucking car that i would you know like to like the drive you know one of the things i want them to show though is i don't know if this if it's the case with this one but with the older uh gran turismo games you could basically drive all kinds of cars it wasn't just like these really fast you know high-tech race cars it was like you know a subaru you could drive like a toyota camry there's like an 89 drive... civic right and i want them to do a trailer where they're showing all these flashy race cars and all like all the sounds and everything and then they're showing like three or four of them coming toward the camera and you see that like haze like the mirage of like the heat coming off the road and then they like drift to the left and there's just a fucking honda civic <laughs> coming in behind them like well i mean like, when uh, so when i the one i tried to get into is four and when you start it like the Civic is like your starter car. Like you could choose yeah. that or some other bullshit. Uh, but it takes, takes fucking forever to fucking yeah. progress in that game to be able to get to another car. And I'm just like, I'm not going to fucking play this. I'm also not a good driver. Like, especially on a controller. Like, fuck that. I'll just not play it. It looks cool. I own it. All right. No, it wasn't and even four. Get... It was three. It was the PlayStation 2 one. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Uh, yeah. Three. Never mind. And then you get you know, like control of like a really good one, and you just can't control it. You're just sliding off the road and everything because it's so yeah. You got you fast can't, yeah, and powerful. That and was everything. that was one of the things I remember in like the first GT uh, GT uh, was like playing or driving the Corvette or trying to drive the Corvette. Like it's just like so much power. You just constantly doing donuts if you don't take it easy around corners. And I don't I don't play games like that. Yeah, I ho- I hold the gas down. That's that's you it. hold There's the gas no... down and you tap the brake. That's all you need yeah. to do. That's all. That's you how need you. To do. That's how you drive. That's what I. Want. That's what I do all. That's... The, that's how I drive a car. I just and they put down on the gas and just tap the <laughs> exactly. brake when I need to slow down. Exactly. Stop signs. What the fuck are those? Um, but they make it look so easy in the trailers, of course, because they have expert drivers, and so they're like sliding around corners like nothing, and they're like, look at this drift is so you know whatever Look, he and i'm like hit the apex just perfectly and came out yeah. of that turn what an apex legend um what <laughs> <laughs> what else so project eve i thought looked really cool doesn't seem like my kind of game it's kind of a hack and slash futuristic again looked awesome lots of cool character design mm-hmm. character beautiful design, graphics right? character design i'm sure that's what your main character was attractive as well yeah let me see that tiny tina's wonderland i'm not Super no. interested in that. Forspoken looked interesting, but 
It looked a little bit like which one was that one? That was the one where it was um, the girl pulled into like fantasy. She goes time. through a portal, yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. there's like dragons, and she has magical powers because of this bracelet that she has, and it seemed very much like Spider-Man, Iron Man kind of thing because she had this like you know smarmy British piece of tech, but she was also very quippy. So it was like Spider-Man and Iron Man writing kind of. But this in like fantasy setting, it looked pretty interesting. I'll probably check it out. I wanna, I, I do want to know more about it. But they showed a lot of it, so I'm kind of curious as to how close it is to to release. Um, Rainbow Six Blood Hunt Extraction. Rainbow Six add, Extraction. Don't don't interest in that. Blood Blood yeah, Hunt was Uncharted the 4. vampire game. Yeah, Un- yeah, Uncharted Four remake. What, what is it? A remaster? What is it? I think it's. Probably yeah, like a PlayStation Five version. Oh yeah, so that's like right. A, that's what it was. That's what it yeah. was. Um, that game that I can't remember not not pronounce the title of. Um, Chia. God of War. Chia? No. Oh, Chia. Chia. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one looked. It was like a. It was weird because it felt out of place because it was like this cute little indie game. Yeah, almost. You know, and it looks like Breath and, of the Wild. Yeah, like a lot of it. And, and it was just like. Mm. I mean, isn't yeah, it? I was like, well, but, what are you doing here next to Spider-Man and <laughs> um, Star Wars and everything else? But uh, And then they ended with God of War Ragnarok, which I'm like, I don't know. I, it didn't hit me. Like, I, I was more excited by those little teasers because it looks like God of War. There's not much new to it. We saw Freya fighting, so there's going to be a Freya fight. That's cool. Um, we saw a couple of new like creatures and stuff, but it looks like more God of War, which is not a bad thing. It just, you know, I didn't get particularly super hyped over it or anything like mm-hmm. that, but but it looked good. Yeah. No release date, but 2022 is what they last said. Not a lot of the stuff had, like, set dates. A lot of it was just, like, year. Yeah. If, if they had a date. Yeah, very much, very, very true. So I was just blown away. Like, what a fucking, I, I just thought it was going to be like one big announcement and then like showcasing like three or four smaller games. Yeah, I was nope, not, a, I was out. not expecting like a full like list of things that were right. like getting announced. I mean, they didn't really do was... E3 this year. So I'm wondering if this is that, like they. Well, they did their, they did their showcase before E3 or during that time. Cause remember we did. A... Yeah, but it was like not. It was, you know, it was longer. Than, it was longer than this one. They showed a lot That's more true. than this. But this seems more like a an E three. You know what I mean? These these big announcements, like Star Wars, two Marvel games that are exclusive. Like it's this seemed more like a like this stuff might have been like maybe they just couldn't get this stuff together in time, or maybe, maybe this was meant yeah, for E three. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe they decided like just kind of parse it out a little bit, and yeah, I don't know. That's a yeah. that's a good point, yeah. Because a lot of like the the Kotor thing, K- Kotor thing should have been E three, uh, yeah. But yeah, maybe maybe they couldn't secure. Maybe they're still in the works of securing it to be a, an exclusive or something like that, or you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could, that could have come down to that too, like just negotiating. Because I'm sure a lot of that stuff's like on the wayside too, like not just development, but like negotiations of stuff is probably also weird right now during this time. Yeah. I mean, especially now, like the consoles have launched. And so maybe some companies were waiting to see, okay, well, let's see how this plays out. Like what if we sign with, with Sony and then Microsoft pulls ahead and becomes the, 
the obvious near future market leader and we missed that opportunity. So maybe they were waiting to see, you know, after the initial launch, like who was, who was probably going to be the, the market leader for a while, and which it seems like it's going to be Sony. Yeah, I was going to say it's a surprise. No one. It's still Sony. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, let's shift over to what we have been playing. We've been playing a shared game, which we'll save for the end, but what, aside from that marvelous, wonderful game, what else have you been playing? Um, getting my account unbanned from Sony. Uh, that was a fun game. Um, Did you finally get it? Yes. So basically what happened was uh, in the middle of August, Everybody's Golf, which is one of the games I've been playing, uh, was on sale. And I'm like, ah, sweet, I'm going to get it. And then I realized like the day before the sale was ending, like, oh, shit, sale ends tomorrow. I better get it now. So I was on the PlayStation app on my phone in bed and I tried to purchase it and naked. Uh, no, I was wearing underwear. I sleep. Oh, I don't okay. sleep fully nude. It's weird. Continue. Uh, you can imagine me though. Um, so <laughs> oh, I can, I, uh, you don't have to imagine you've seen it. Uh, what? Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to purchase it and I get to the checkout screen and I hit checkout and an error pops up saying could not uh, like I, I don't remember what it fucking said but an error popped up and i'm like huh that's weird so i go back and i go through real quick check my account not showing up that i purchased it i'm like check my email not getting emails i'm like okay so i go back and as i'm hitting the checkout button for a second time i get an email from paypal saying like your transaction went through i'm like what and then i'm already hitting the button and it aired out again i'm like the fuck so i go and look at my account again nope it's not there and then all of a sudden i get a second email from paypal saying like your transaction your payment of you know ten dollars has gone through the sony i'm like the fuck it has like i'm i don't have this game so then i'm like fuck this i'm like go to my ps5 because usually those two things are instantaneous you get an email from paypal saying thank you and you get an email from sony saying within seconds thank you for your within seconds of each other so it's just like okay this is weird so i go to the playstation 5 load it up Sure enough, I don't own the game because it's allowing me to buy it again, which is that's one of the nice things is if you try to buy something a second time where it's not a weird bundle thing, you can, it'll say like, you already own this. I'm like, I don't already own this. I'm able to buy it. I do that. Transaction went through perfectly. I'm like, Hmm. and I own the game. I'm like, okay. So now I just paid $30 for a $20 game that was on sale for 10. Like this is fucked up. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to worry about this in the morning. Or the next day. So I finally get figure out like how to get in touch with Sony support because it's a fucking nightmare. Um, you can't call up them about stuff like this. You have to go through the refund process, which I don't want to refund. I just want my money back that I paid. I want to keep the game and give you, you can have the $10 for that game. Uh, but I want my $20 back that you took from me. So right. I go on the, the only way I can really get in touch with anybody is to do their like chat support. So I'm like, okay. So I tried doing this and like, I'm like, Hey, like I got charged for this game and, uh, I didn't get the game the first two times cause the app aired out. And like, I don't want to do a chargeback because I know Sony likes to fucking ban people for doing chargebacks because they're a shitty fucking company. Um, you said respectfully. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> I said it with way less swear words than that. Um, <laughs> I was being very cordial as much as possible. Um, right. 
but yeah, it's just like, I'm like, okay, this is like, yeah, I don't want to get banned. And they're like, oh, we only see the one purchase, so you shouldn't have a problem. I'm like, that doesn't answer my question. Like, I need reassurance that, like, I'm not going to get banned if I do this. And they're like, oh, the, and then, like, they kind of dance around in the first one. And I'm like, they're like, okay, I'm like, fine, whatever, I'll, I'll figure this out. And like, oh, was this helpful? I'm like, no. <laughs> the chat was, they were not helpful, the first person. So then I took to Twitter to try to go to their Twitter support account and fucking crickets, like no response whatsoever from their account. I'm like, all right, that's really fucked up. Uh, so I tried the chat support one more time and I finally got through. I got through to another person and um, they reassured me that I would not get banned for doing chargebacks because they only see the one thing. So I could take it up with PayPal and it'll all be good. I'm like, all right, sweet. Can I have a reference number? Yeah, here's the reference number, everything. Perfect. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a duplicate charge on PayPal. I do a duplicate charge. And it's like, oh, you you wait like, you know, two weeks or whatever. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then they finally give me a pending refund and like we're fine, you know, finalizing all this stuff. And I put in there, I'm like, I have a reference number and all this stuff. So Sony like complains, they could see this and all that stuff. So then I get a notification from PayPal saying like, all right, your refund's been secured. I'm like, all right, sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to dispute that other charge that I got <laughs> now that it's all resolved. So I dispute it. And then I open up my email and see, I got an s- email from Sony like 10 minutes earlier. Your account's been suspended for a chargeback. I'm like, fuck you, you pieces <laughs> of shit. And again, there's no, I can't call like, cause they're yeah. they're and especially too, when you try to call up, they don't, they don't handle account suspensions on their telephone line. So, um, go kick rocks. Um, so I'm like, I was fucking just livid as shit. Um, because I was reassured twice by two different fucking chat support people that I would not be banned. Um, Thankfully, my ever-loving, calm wife, who is really good on the phone, uh, <laughs> called PayPal and was able to get it resolved. Basically, PayPal gave me a full refund for all the charges. Uh, so they just gave me all the money back, to which then I had to then buy a PlayStation gift card to then uh, pay off my debt for the game that I had already bought that they said I didn't. Uh so I can get my account back. Um, and I finally did like five, uh, basically like a week later. Like I, I could not go online for like a week. Uh, uh, so wait, so ultimately I, I thought I was not picturing this ending like this. So basically you got your money back, so you're fine. But Sony got $30 for the $10 game that you were buying. Yes. Sony got an extra $30 out of the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of fucked. That's yeah. super fucked. Yeah, they got. They, I've had. They had twenty ghost dollars. That I'm sorry, twenty two ghost dollars that right. uh, they had no clue that about or. But they got it, and it's theirs now. And now they have an extra ten on top of that. Um, so yeah, I had to buy the game twice. So yeah, basically, I paid forty. There's there's forty dollars for a twenty dollar game that cost ten dollars. Yeah. That's that's really messed up. Yeah, like I said, I've had mixed experiences with them. I had a really great experience when I needed to get some wallpapers, some Persona 5 exclusive PS4 wallpapers. Um, they were super helpful over multiple sessions, got me the wallpapers. It was really great. Well, because that's, that was, stuff's free, so they don't give a shit. 
they they certainly seem to. I had to go through like three sessions to get them. Oh. But like when I was having connection issues in my last apartment, um, I was just starting to play uh, Batman Arkham Knight. And I was so excited for that game. And I was like, I'm going to platinum this. I'm going to 100% it. And I did. But I was having these connection issues where I couldn't connect. My PS4 wouldn't connect to uh, my network. And so I was in constant, not constant, but I was in regular contact with them over the course of the like week or whatever it was. I think it was over a break. And so we keep emailing back and forth and they're having me try different things. And the whole time I'm getting all these trophies for for Arkham Knight and I 100%ed it. I got the platinum trophy. I completed it, got everything. I even did all the fucking tank missions, which are a pain in the ass, did all of it. It was really great. I was so excited, so proud. And then the guy is the guy that guy that was helping me was like all right well you know these other things aren't working so let's go ahead and do like a factory reset and i was like oh um this might sound silly but i just got all these trophies on this game like if i do a factory reset am i going to lose the trophies and he's like um no if you've saved everything it should be fine and i was like are you sure i mean it seems kind of like i'm not sure and he's like yeah, because in my mind, it has to sync to the PlayStation Network in order for the trophies to save. And he's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I do the factory reset and I get, you know, I get it fixed. That didn't fix it, by the way. But like I end up getting it fixed and I connect and I was hoping that like I would connect and it would be like, oh, you got all these trophies. <laughs> it said I had zero trophies and I loaded my save file. I was like, here, look at the save file. Look at the, the save file shows you I did everything 100%. Nothing, no trophies popped. And so well, because you I cheated was, and you loaded that save file off I, the internet, that's, Joey. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. That's well, why the, that's the, why you lost PT. Because so you fuck, cheated. The, that was a different yeah, that was a different time. Well, but was there was time. actually oh. no, that was the same time. Yeah, that I was, was gonna say I, thought that I was, lost yeah. PT as well. Um but I was so mad because I so I loaded up my save file and it's at this point at the end of the game where to get like the secret so if you get a hundred percent in the game you get the true ending so i had a hundred percent and so i go to that save file and you have to like go to the bat signal and when you go to the bat signal it triggers the true ending so i go to the bat signal trigger the true ending and get the trophy for that so i have one trophy for that fucking game and it's oh you got the true ending how the fuck do you think i got the true ending sony <laughs> give me my fucking platinum uh but anyways i'll just have to play that game again <laughs> So you've been playing everybody's golf. How's that been going? Uh, it's fun. Andrew is really good at it and way better than I am. So you enjoying the character creator? I love that. Uh, that I it. mean, I just made myself wearing all black clothes because that's what I do. Because that's who I that am. What you do. So I haven't really bought anything else. Um, I'm wearing a dress because that's who I am. It's what I do. Yeah. No, unfortunately. Um. And and Hitman. So. Had you played Hitman before? Because Hitman 2 was just released for PlayStation Plus, And I sent you a tweet where someone was like, if you have the Hitman 3 starter pack on PlayStation 5, you can download the PlayStation Plus versions of Hitman and Hitman 2 that you got for free into that launcher, essentially. And you can have them in PlayStation 5, 40 SPS, all that good stuff. Or 60 SPX. God damn it. 60 <laughs> FPS. You can have it really fast and smooth. Real fast and pretty. Um and and so I did that and I saw that you were doing that, but you've been you've been playing it? Had you played it previously? Um I had not pl- I uh, I loaded up 
Hitman One when it was a first when it was first uh, a PS Plus game like however long ago, and I got through like the tutorial and I think I did the first mission. I'm like, oh, this is really sweet. Um, but my problem that I've been trying to overcome is to not be a fucking completionist and play <laughs> the same level over and over again until I hundred percent it. <laughs> I need to just play a level move on to the next one and then go back to it later. Um, which is really hard for me to do. <laughs> um, because I don't play games like that cause I'm an idiot and a crazy person. Yeah. Um, so I, I got through the second mission. I'm, I'm playing Hitman one first. I'm like going through it. Uh, but I got through the second mission on Hitman last night. Um, and no, I got halfway through the second mission then realized like, oh, uh, this is taking way longer than I expected and I kind of fucked it up, so I'm going to start again. Um, so, but it looks really nice. Plays really nice. Uh, plays better than, looks better than what I remember looking on PS4. So, uh, nice. I've always been fascinated by the Hitman games. The only one I actually played through completion was... Absolution, I think that was the one. Is that the second game? That's the no. That's the that was one of the one the the the. Um, I think that was the 360 era one. Okay. Um, it's the one with the nuns. Hmm. Um, it also has a Kane Lynch tie-in in there. Um, but yeah, that's the only one I played through. I tried playing through Blood Money. I didn't quite care for it. Um, again, it was. I am an idiot and just try to complete the game like one level at a time instead of just going through and playing the story. Uh, so that kind of ruins it for me. That's why I'm trying really hard to just get it through once, go to the next one. I think that's why I like the absolution because it did a really good job of just like forcing you to like, you can come back, you can come back to this later. Don't worry about it. It's still going to be here sort of thing. And it'll make it easier right. for you if you come back to it later sort of thing. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just wait and I'll just come back and play it later sort of thing and do all the other does it just kind of load the neck like because it's narrative does it just load the next area no there's 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 like little cutscenes and stuff like that you can watch and all that stuff okay. but like actually one of the things they do in the, the in the hitman 3 engine i don't know if it was like it's in 2 but you can basically just like you could skip the cutscenes and just go right to the next mission so you could just like skip all the um you know the storyline and just be like i just want to go right into the next mission and just go right to that and all that stuff so yeah. that's pretty neat uh, but I kind of want to get the story a little bit too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, d I downloaded it. Um, so I'll, I'll play it eventually. I just don't know when since now, you know, as we talked about, we have three big releases this week. Uh, I'm going to play two of them and there's just a lot coming out. So I don't know when I'll get around to it, but I did download it. It's taking up space on my PS5. So um, Do you not I'll have an probably get around drive? to it. I don't know. You should get, oh, I guess it doesn't matter because it's a PS5 game. So it downloads the PS5 version. So yeah, it's taking up space on mine too. Yeah. Good thing I don't have that many PS5 games. <laughs> but I've been playing a lot of smaller games since I finished Persona 5 Royal. I'm still playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. I play a little bit, as I mentioned before. I basically, like today, earlier when I was grading papers, I like started a flight and then I'll get up to like cruising altitude and just let the plane kind of fly itself a little bit uh, and just course correct a little bit as I'm going along while I'm grading papers. So been doing that i played lake for the xbox series x which came out last week and um it's it's 
it was it got a lot of buzz. It was one of the indie games that they showed at E3 during one of the indie showcases. And it's about this woman who's working this very kind of high high level executive. Well, I don't know if she's an executive, but this this computer company in the 90s um and I think it's the 90s or the 80s. I think, I think it was like the early 90s, I think. Yeah. And she um she agrees to take over her dad's mail person job um, while he's on vacation. So she comes back to her hometown, the small town in Oregon, 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 Oregoni. And um, so that's the game is you have two weeks. You're going to be the mail person um, and you kind of deliver stuff and you start catching up with old friends and meeting with people. And there are these little storylines that take place. And basically the conflict of the game is internal it's with the main character it's do you enjoy this kind of idyllic slower paced life and do you want to stay being the mail carrier in this small town or do you want to return because there's this big development at your company and although your boss seems like a a little bit of a jerk you know your position you're offered a pretty good position so do you want to take it and so that's kind of the conflict and the gameplay is mostly um split between delivering mail so literally just driving the mail truck putting mail in a box or dropping a package off and then um, social stuff so talking to people and making choices and there are multiple endings um, and multiple like you know your relationships with various people can go different ways and there's even um, some romance in there you can romance at least two characters that I found Uh, and so this sounds like a perfect game. Like when I saw the trailer, I was super excited and I had a good time with it. It is very charming. I really like the, it was very relaxing to deliver mail. I really like that part of it, but I will say that the game feels unfinished or maybe like very rough around the edges. And there were some major bugs, uh, one of which stopped me from playing until they patched it where it just a cut, you know, the, the cutscene that I needed to start which a conversation with a character wouldn't start or it would start, but then we wouldn't talk. We would just stare at each other. We're just staring. And I'm like, what I tried, you know, uninstalling, reinstalling. I tried restarting all this, all these different things and it didn't work. And then, like I said, it's rough around the edges because there's just a lot of it that feels sort of unfinished. There's a lot of pop out. So you might be familiar with pop in, which is like when you're, moving in a map in a 3d game and artifacts are popping into view so a tree might pop into existence or a mountain there's pop out in this game so i'll be in my mail truck and i'm like on this country road with all these shrubs along the side of the road and as i'm driving closer to them they're popping out of existence and i'm like what's that and then there are um certain things that just feel almost half-baked and and I'm trying not to sound too critical I understand this is an indie game this is a small development team um but I do think that it needed more time like so you drive around in this mail truck right and there's other cars on the road including like police cars uh and they don't care about stop signs I was stopping at the stop signs you don't have to but I was it's a video game so I'm like gotta stop at the stop sign so I'm stopping at the stop signs especially like being like kind of like a sim not a simish but like a life game like you think it would have some sort of effect on you even just like even if it's just like a cosmetic effect or something like that like not or I thought what would happen 
is like someone would make a comment about it like later, like, oh, I saw you run in the stop sign. You got to be more careful or something like that. No, like I'm I was driving along the this road that goes along the outside of the lake around the it's kind of the main road and I'm going 40, 45 miles an hour, whatever it is. And this car just runs the stop sign. It comes out and I smash right into it. But our my car just stops. Their car just stops. No damage, no sound. They just drive around me. Later on, there's a cop. I hit the cop. The cop just keeps driving. Like, it's 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 sort of weird, which I understand they're probably taking away some of that for the coziness of the game. They don't want it to have too many penalties, but it ended up just feeling like a rough draft. It's 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 like a it seemed like a beta. Like, check out this cool idea. We're gonna finish this and this is gonna be a really great game later, and we're gonna add some details. Um, like there's a mechanic in the game that you meet very early on and she's like, yeah, you know, so you're going to come to me if you have any problems with your truck. And I'm like, oh, well that in video game speak, that means I'm going to have problems with my truck because I'm going to need to bring it to her. Um, like when you meet the mechanic in a Grand Theft Auto game, you're like, all right, well now I know where the mechanic is. I got to come here and fix my car or get it sprayed or whatever. Um, and you never, your car never gets damaged. You don't never breaks down. You never need to bring it to the mechanic. So I think it almost seemed like they had these ideas and they weren't able to fully implement them. So I'm hopeful that they have a sequel or maybe they do like, you know, Lake director's cut updates or something. Yeah. Yeah. Lake director's cut. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Starring um, Norman Reedus. I, that's, Gotta that's, go deliver mail. That's, I mean, that's basically what Death Stranding was, right? You just delivering mail. Yeah. Just, that's, oh shit. That's yeah, fucking see, true. See, see, see. <laughs> It's probably this game's probably secretly developed by Hideo and we don't even know. Yep. It's all just tie Disney. in for the new for the new Death Stranding director's cut. Yep. Uh that's Strap really a baby to your chest. It's really disappointing to hear because that was one of the yeah. games that I was uh interested in and I forgot that it was coming out so soon and I saw it the other day. I'm like, oh my like, oh yeah, I wanted to I wanted to check that out, but I, I didn't and now I'm kinda glad I didn't get it. I guess that's yeah. a shitty thing to say, but uh just no, uh, it, and, and- yeah, Hearing and that's it, why I feel bad criticizing it because it's an indie game. So I feel bad being like, I wonder if they had to reach. I wonder if they couldn't push it back. I wonder if it was just like they, well, they're like, we need to either put this out as is or like it's, you know, because it, it's a is it Xbox and PC exclusive? Yeah. Okay, so it's not on PS4. So I wonder if because it was in the E3 showcase and all that stuff, and they had the date all announced, it's like we can't push this back. Like, otherwise, it's just going to get buried and we're never going to recoup whatever, you know. Yeah. They could have had a contract with Microsoft and be like, you know, you have to put this out, like, sort of thing. So. Well, that or, like, they were just trying to capitalize on the buzz. Maybe they didn't expect to be one of the most talked about games of the showcase, but they were. I, but, I mean, so they're like, if they, if you know, if they saw that buzz and be like, we better make sure this game's good sort yeah. of thing. Like, if if, if it's missing. Maybe. It, seemed, it seems like, like you said, like, the way it sounds like it's like they had the ideas and then they just didn't implement them. So either yeah, they ran I'm, out of time or they no man skied it and kind of went a little too far with what they, the resources they had at the time. I'm hoping it's not a, a, a date thing because the, the game takes place in September starting on September 1st. And that's when the game was launched. So I'm hoping that they weren't like, let's release it on September 1st. So then it's like you're playing the game. Cause if that's the case, I'm, then I'll be mad. And then that, I'll be like, you deserve all the criticism. Yeah. That would be, <laughs> that'd be a shitty thing to do. That, that, that That's but, ET right there. 
Yeah. But if you like small cozy games and you're not worried about production quality or like, you know, graphical fidelity or anything like that. <laughs> you're not doing be... a good job of selling this game. <laughs> it, it it was charming. Hey, if you like cozy like... things, but you know, but don't like, like anything okay. to look good. No, okay. Here's the thing: is like I said, I love the the mail delivery stuff. I, I know. I'm just being I'm being a dick. That's me. And so, if they would allow for a free mode where you can just deliver mail, and it's like it just never ends. It's just day by day you deliver new mail. I would love that. I I would have played a lot more of it. Um, but that's not really what the game is. The game is about the narrative more. And so it's like I wanted it to to give me that opportunity. Like realize that. We like the idea of driving around a small, cozy town and delivering mail. Let, That's fun. Let me tell you let about a, do that. Let me tell you about a little game called Paperboy. I know. Um, I thought of that when I was playing it. I was like, "Why aren't they? This is Paperboy 2021. Let's go!" No, I Man, don't. Man, fuck that game. I still have flashbacks about that game because in so if you don't know people, Paperboy is this old arcade game, and it was on the NES as well. And you play a paperboy, and you're just driving at sort of an angle toward the top of the screen. Isometric view-ish. Yeah, and you're just delivering, you're throwing um, mail. Paper. Papers. papers off your bike. Right. Into, you have to hit that, you have to land them into a um, a mailbox to get full points. Or, or if it lands on. I think you, oh yeah, no, the mailbox is full points and the doorstop is, or doorstep is like less. I think you get, yeah, you yeah. get a bonus in the mailbox and then standard points for doorstep and then right but there there are these obstacles and some of them will sort of make sense like a a car might be in a driveway and it might back up into your your way but there's other stuff like a fucking lawnmower that's no one no one's pushing it it's just riding around and it will go after you it will see you and follow you there's a woman with a rolling pin that runs out of her house who the fuck knows why she's mad at you but she's coming for you she will attack you um there's a dog that will go after you uh you can run in and like if you accidentally hit like the sewer you'll that'll stop you there's all these different things the guy's holding the plate glass window yeah is there uh, yeah i think there's a window and then there's there's people moving a couch too i think oh yeah there's that tv movie trope there's the little kid on the fucking like big wheel or power wheel or whatever it is fuck that michael jordan (laughs) All said Michael Jordan. Uh, no, wait, wait, that was that was Scottie Pippen. Oh. That was singular. Oh yeah, that one kid. Michael Jordan said, "Fuck them kids." Right. Scottie Pippen said, "Fuck that kid." You're right. You're correct. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> fact check it. Yep, that's right. Uh, but I have flashbacks to that game because I'll be in the grocery store, and I swear to God, people in the grocery store follow Paperboy rules because you're like, there's only one person in this aisle. And they're on the left with their cart. And you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go past them. And they can hear me because my cart's fucking loud as hell. Because like making all these noise. And like they know I'm coming. And at the last second, they'll just swerve their cart into my way. They always fucking do that. Or like you're coming out of a out of the fucking aisle and you're looking left and right. You're like, there's no one there. And then all of a sudden a Dracula pops up behind you and starts chasing you. (laughs) This woman with a rolling pin runs out and just starts bashing me over the head. And I'm like, I don't understand. But. And when you go yeah, to the checkout, game. all of a sudden it's a BMX trick park. That's really yeah. Weird. So <laughs> my my memory of that game is playing it on a tiger handheld. 
What? Yeah, I played the. That must have been terrible. I played the shit out of that fucking thing. I think I have that actually, so I must have played it. I think I still have it. I have mine, and yeah, no, like that's that's like I remember. You know, I played the Nintendo version, and I think Super Nintendo version a lot. I think no, I didn't have the Game Boy version, but I played those a lot. But I vividly remember just playing the uh, Tiger handheld one a lot. I don't know why. I don't know why I played that so much. Yeah. That's probably probably because it was one of the better Tiger handheld games. The Mega Man one sucked. Yeah, um, the off road one. And was the gameplay okay. makes sense. There's not a lot of movement. Like yeah. your character just basically stays in one place. Yeah, it's like you could do you could do you yeah you could do the left or right, and then that's about it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, outside of that, I've been playing some visual novels. So I talked previously about Sakura Succubus, um, which was a an erotic dating sim kind of not really dating sim because you can't really choose who you're dating it's just it's a visual novel and it was okay and i bought the sequel it was on sale again actually i liked the sequel more um there were some pretty humorous parts in it but again i feel it's kind of the same thing where it's not exactly it's erotic but it's not exactly there's not a lot of stuff that's very shocking where you're like oh hmm." i was gonna say choose your Um, words wisely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh but but it was but also the writing was really bad and it was translated and the translation wasn't great and so there are some you know misspellings or misuses uh, you know usage errors and stuff like that. Is that the one you sent me the other day? Sort of distracting. The, the snapshot. I can't remember what it said, but you sent me one the other day. No, that was Pantsu Hunter. Oh, That's the oh. other one I've been playing. Okay. Um Pantsu Hunter back to the 90s which is another visual novel, but it's actually more of like a point-and-click puzzle game because you play a pantsu hunter. Pantsu in Japanese means panties or like little little pants, like panties basically. So you're a panties hunter and you have to find panties in these different apartments and it's you sort of point-and-click around and try to... Some of them are puzzles, like there'll be a puzzle, like one of them you have to collect like ribbons and... Uh, pearls and if you collect all of them then when you do a different puzzle later on for it is safe at the end of the level then you have to find you have to quickly put the ribbons and the pearls on the panties um in the in the amount of time to get that pair and it's so fucking dumb but it's one of those things where it's like a movie that's so bad that it's good because the situations that you get into like this this one for example it's the very first level you're in this woman's apartment she's asking you to fix her vcr and and it, and by the way the premise is so ridiculous too because this this man is convinced that figuring out women and what they really truly want and how to make them happy is only achievable through their panties like you get you collect their panties and they will tell you everything that you want to know about a woman wait it's so, not shit <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wasted my time. <laughs> and it's just so it's so it's so fucking stupid. But you're in this woman's apartment. And um, if you so again, there's all these different endings that you can get to each level. Um, sometimes it's like you get caught trying to find the panties or or you get um, lost or bored or or you sometimes die. And in this particular instance, if you distract this girl and she leaves the apartment and you can like look around, you can click on the chair. There's a chair there and you can sit down. If you sit down in the chair, you just die. And the, the text just says something like you fell off the chair and died. 
the police showed up and couldn't determine a cause of death so they took her and they took the woman into custody for suspicion of murder or something and it's like what the where the fuck did that come from and then later you unlock a side story of that girl's and it's it talks about how she was wronged by her ex and so she was so mad at the way that he left her and he was such a jerk about it and they go through what he did and how he left her and he like bought her this plant and then just ditched her and hoped that she would take care of the plant and forget about him and she's like what the fuck that's not how you that's not how you do it and so she's so mad at him and she finds out this like folklore about this company that makes chairs uh, from like a 200 years ago or something or 400 years ago and they would paint the chairs with a specific kind of poison that was only poisonous to men and not women so then when men sat on the chair they would die but the women could sit on the chair and so this woman here's this folklore this folk story from her friend and she's like that can't be true but they call the company and they're like we'd like to order a chair my friend has been wronged because you have to tell them that you know you've been wronged by a dude and the the company's like we'll we'll deliver it in two months or something like that and they're like two months for a chair and they're like do you want it or not and they're like yeah we want it but then of course two months go by and she forgets about the whole thing because she's over the dude but she gets these new chairs and she's like, oh, that's great. But she's sitting on them. She's not getting poisons. But guess what? When you sit on it as the character, you fucking die. It's so fucking That's stupid. That's that's pretty great. That's actually really fucking great. That's, right. That's... But it's like I had a hard time being upset. Like the translation in this one was really bad. I was sending you a lot of the really funny mistranslations and the bad localization and stuff. But it was so dumb that it was kind of it was kind of fun. Um, and then I just started C14 Dating, which is a uh, dating sim where you play a young college woman um, on field trip to, I think it's the Netherlands. Um, and you're doing like archaeology and stuff. And there's some archaeology mini games, which is kind of fun. Um, but you can date, I think, only like three people, which is kind of disappointing. I thought it was like a bunch of people that you can choose from. But so that one's OK. I, I can see myself giving up on that one. Are these because are these all Japanese based or just Sakura Sub Succubus and Pensu Hunter? Those two are Japanese based. C fourteen, I think, is made by an Italian company. Okay. Is that why you Pretty think you're sure. falling off of it? Because they're not that good at making dating sim games? Yeah. They're like, here, do science. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Give me the titties. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> are you? Um mostly. But Let's talk about the shared game that we've been playing that we've returned to. We've been playing with Tab. Uh, and I just put a call out today, actually, to my students. I'm like, hey, if any of you guys want to play with me, I would be down. So we returned to Phasmophobia. And we were shocked at the changes. Are you I'm right, right correct? behind you. Yeah. So the spirit box used to just give the same sort of monotone like mechanic or mechanical but like hate yeah like just one word responses and it was always which was creepy yeah because it was it like was creepy, it was more sure. just like a, like a computer like amalgamating like what the the ghost says like oh you can get yeah. it but you know but it wasn't it wasn't like old i know they're all so they have all these different voices and they're real people it's like real recordings of real voices and you and tab had used it and gotten responses and were like oh that's so creepy well, no but i I, didn't I, I don't it. think tab got it yet i thought you said i thought tab did maybe 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 not yeah maybe not. i know i did um, well yeah because i was the only one using the spirit box i think at the time I wait, think maybe they near you. I maybe think maybe the they times? heard. I think they were near okay. me and heard it once, but they. I don't think they've yeah. actually used the spirit box. 
so you guys had just you were like oh it sounds different it sounds different so i was like i really wanted to do it but i couldn't we were we weren't getting the ghosts that that you know would respond and so i kept going and i kept not getting it and then you and i were playing by our just just us two and i had the spirit box and i was like where are you and i hear something and i don't know what it is like Whoa. And I was like, I thought it was you. I was like, did you say something? And you're like, what? And I was like, did you did you just say something? And you're like, no. And I was like, was that the spirit box? So then I was like, how old are you? And it was like, old. I was like, oh my god. And then was it last night we were playing? Yeah, yeah, it was last. And night. we got this one that was like deep. It was like, I'm right behind you. Well, because like, like the first the thing is like, do you want to hurt us? And I for I forgot what it said, but it said something. I think it said kill. Yeah, and then we're like in the basement and. You're like, where are you? And I just hear it go, I'm right behind you. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so, and everything looks better. Like they, they have new models of all the equipment and that looks great. Um, the lighting looks better. And yeah, definitely, just, definitely cleaned up the graphics a lot and made everything look a lot nicer. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, I, the character models still look the same. They still look shitty. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the ghosts though, like, look way like the new ones look pretty neat from what we've seen yeah. of them so far and then just like all the new equipment and just like that's that's really fun to use also oh should i should i spoil it for tab or should we wait about the spirit book let's wait okay yeah let's wait yeah let's wait the spirit the writing in the spirit book is different let's just yeah. say that it, it's um, much harder yeah, to see this- there's this thing called dots, which we didn't really know what it was. We just knew that it like, sh- you know, shined lasers out. We kind of we purposely, like when we started playing again, we purposely went back in without looking at any of the yeah. the, uh, the release notes just to like kind of figure it out. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad we did that. that's part of what's exciting about it. Yeah. And the dots, we knew they like um, put lasers out. La- la- why can't I say that? Lasers out. Um, and it said something like may show the ghost or a ghost may appear or something. And so we were like, what does it show? Like, we didn't even see it. And then suddenly on the one, we see this fucking thing just zip by the screen and like go through a wall. And we're like, oh, that, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was a ghost. So cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. I hope, I hope that we continue to play it through October because I feel like it's such a good, like, Halloween. I, I definitely want to try to get a fourth person in there because I feel yeah. like with a full team of people, we can all be scared shitless. Yeah, the thing is, like, the system requirements for it aren't high, but it seems like people are having trouble running it. Our friends Amy and Russell were having problems. Well, have they tried um, recently now that they've optimized stuff? Maybe now that there's maybe. been some optimization stuff, maybe it's a little better. Maybe it's a little more stable well, for people. A- Amy got a new computer. Oh, okay. But she's. I think now she's just not interested. In <laughs> I think I think she's well, a Wasn't she spooked, terrified which... before? Yeah, we probably shouldn't have been like, it's so terrifying, <laughs> fucking pissed my pants, because I think she was like, yeah, you know what, that sounds stressful, I think I'm good. It is It is a very um, stressful game, especially, like, because before I used to play uh, with my speakers and, like, you know, no big deal, whatever, now I'm playing with headphones and, like, I yeah. can't get away from the sound, and it's, it's worse. <laughs> I really want Gary to fucking get on it. Like, I, I know he tried it on his laptop, he doesn't have, he has a laptop without... Uh, a video card so i don't think he can do it but man it would be it would be great to get him to get him in on it but yeah it would be nice to have a fourth too but yeah so we've been playing that a lot i'm i'm hopeful again that we're going to keep playing we haven't played any of the big maps yet well we played 
the high school we ones. Did, we think. did the high school we? ones, yeah. Yeah. I just, I again, I don't like playing the big man. <laughs> because the game is so much harder, like, because it takes longer to find the ghost, like, I don't want to be doing the asylum, just you and I, yeah, like, do wandering it. around for, like, 30 minutes only to get murked by a fucking ghost and not be able to figure out what well, the fuck it is. We have so much money. What are we lo- What are we going to lose? Uh, See, I say that, though. <sighs> And then I try. I had that same mentality for myself when I tried to play. So, you, we, you and I played, and you were like, "I got to go to bed." And I was level three ninety nine. So I'm like, "I want to keep playing by myself," you know, to get to level four hundred. And every time I try to play by myself, I'm so brave going into it. I'm, I'm like, I have to talk myself up. I'm like, it's just a game. What's gonna like? What's the worst? I, I have so much money in the game that if I die and lose equipment, it's not a big deal. I don't believe in ghosts, so it's not like a ghost is really gonna leave. It's fine. <laughs> right, and then I go in by myself, and as soon as you walk in, you hear this like low hum of like the AC or whatever just it is. Audible, the audible like, white noise. Yeah, and then I'm like, all right, that's a little, that's a little creepy, but you know, just gotta find another room. And so I'll have the spirit box, and I'll go in, and I'll, you know, th- this happened yesterday, and I was like, where are you? And it's like behind, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I think I think we're good. I think you're a ghost, and that's all I need to know. So, oh, um, look, it's walking. Yep, so am I. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was what you said. There was a ghost walking through salt, and I was like, oh, and we could hear it walking, and I was like, oh, look, the footsteps. Oh, it's walking, and then you were halfway to the door, and you're like, so am I. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, that was an hour, we'll and probably have more updates. That was an hour and twenty minutes. Let's get to the to the main main Let's bit. Get here. to the main feature. Yeah. Um, which won't be super long because we're just it's going to be depressing because we're talking about <laughs> getting old. But we wanted to talk about that transition because we've heard so many gamers around our age talk about it. And I had a student in my class who is um, getting ready to go to grad school, I believe, and she said something about you know, oh, I love games, but I haven't had that much time for them because I'm prepping to go to grad school. And it made me sad. And it made me think of a time in my life where I gave up games for two years. Like there were two years in at the end of my undergrad in the beginning of grad school where I barely played anything. I wasn't keeping up with gaming news. I wasn't keeping up with new releases. Someone would mention like you would be like, oh, what do you think about this game? And I'd be like, what? I I don't know. I haven't, haven't heard of it. And I'd have to go look it up. And I had to make a really conscious choice to bring games back into my life. Otherwise, I feel like I would have lost them. And I I wondered at that time, like, how many gamers out there have that transition? I feel like many of us do. I made a conscious choice, and I do keep them in my life now, but it does come at a cost. I'm lucky. I am single, live by myself, so I don't have a lot of, like, time commitments. I have a lot of time for myself. But I wanted to talk about that transition of, again, being young and having all this disposable income and all this time and what it means to be an adult and kind of balancing games, if that makes sense. So let's start there. Yeah. That's fucking depressing. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, what was your transition like? Like, what at what point do you remember being like, wow, like I, it, things are different now. I want to buy all these games. Maybe I have more money to buy games, but I just don't have time to play them. Um, I think around the time I got the current job I'm in now, I, uh, I feel like that's probably been, been about the time where like eh, maybe a little before that, like when I was unemployed for a couple months, like I was just playing like whatever I had, like 
knowing that I can't just buy a new game, you know, whenever I want sort of thing and all that. And, you know, saving up for a wedding and a bunch of other stuff, you know, sort of thing. Like realizing that like, yeah, I do have money that I could spend on a lot of things, but I also have a lot of other important things to be spending them on, which if I don't spend it on those, then I can't spend it on games either because there will be other things I have to worry about sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, uh, I, I, I think I'm sort of at the, the, the crossroads that you're at that you were in grad school is like, I'm more and more realizing like, well, I wouldn't say like that. I don't have the time for them. I'm just having less of the attention span for them. I find it really hard to just like sit down and like play a game for an extended period of time, unless it's something like I'm really, really into like phasmophobia or something like that. Um, but like also to like, I don't know, like I can't just pick up and start playing it and like immediately get into it. I kind of just like, eh, you know, not right now sort of thing. That's why I'm like kind of forcing myself to just go through Hitman because I feel like if I keep trying to do the same thing over, I'm just going to burn myself out on it. I'd be like, I don't want to play this anymore sort of thing. Um, everybody's golf is kind of way that way too. It's kind of, uh, it's like, it's fun playing it. Um, but I don't think I could play it too much in one sitting. I think I kind of got to play like a couple rounds and then put it away sort of thing. Or like, you know, Andrew and I will play a couple rounds and we'll take a little break and then we'll go back and play a couple more sort of thing. But it's not something that I can like just could play continuously. Like I could, you know, say like 10 years ago where I could play the same golf game for, you know, fucking weeks on end and have no problem with it sort of thing. I don't know. I think, I think my just my um I don't want to say like taste for games has changed but like my I don't know I don't, what I don't do you, know how so to put it what is that feeling cuz like you said it, it sounds like even when you have time like let's say you had a block of like 4 hours where you could play games and you sat down and you were like an hour into that 4 hours you might stop playing because you said it's not catching your attention, but it sounds like there's something else there. Like there's a weird, I don't want to overuse the word anxiety, but like. No, there's definitely anxiety. That's what, that was the word I was probably going to use to describe I, it. I, I, I was hesitant because I feel like that's how my anxiety has manifested at points where I feel like I'm wasting my time. I have no one telling me that, but I feel like if I'm not getting something out of this game and making progress and checking a box of like, I beat this game then why am I playing it? And so I'll start feeling a weird kind of like antsiness of like impatience. Well, that was, and, that was the thing last night is I was like, or yesterday I was like scrolling through my list and I'm like looking at all these games. And I'm like, oh, I could play this. I could play this. I could go back to final fantasy. I could do that. I'm like, but I don't, I don't like, I know once I open up one of those games, it's going to be a commitment sort of thing. And I don't know if I'm like ready to put down like a commitment for, I don't like the, they're not games that I could pick up, play for like a half an hour and then be like, all right, I'm done. So that's why I, right. I kind of like go back to games like, you know, Wreckfest or something like that, where it's just like easy, pick up, play a couple races, you know, and then I'm done with it sort of thing. But, it, but on the flip side, I'll do that with the intention of just being like, oh, I'm just going to do a couple things and then, and then I'll end up playing it for like three hours when I could have been playing mm-hmm. something else. And I'm just like, that was, that was a dumb choice, not a dumb choice, but you know, it's like, I could have, I could have actually sat down and played that other thing, but I didn't. So, 
I think about Fallout because I remember you were super into Fallout 3 and like I can't imagine with what you just described if Fallout 5 came out tomorrow would you get it and can you imagine yourself playing it after four mm. <laughs> <laughs> well that, no that was the thing is like I put I don't even know how many fucking hours in the Fallout 4 I put in like that was a game that I was like super interested in though you know what I mean right. like I I knew what I was getting into playing it you know what I mean and like it, it was enough to like just being in the environment was enough to grip me and keep me playing but it was also the same thing too that was like at that time, at those times, I had the time to kind of sit down and play them. You know, I could, you know, chalk out or like a, a couple hours, like, you know, a week to be able to do that. But now it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I think the anxiety of stuff is just like getting to me now, you know, dealing yeah. with other things and all that. So. Well, it does take a commitment. I've heard this from several gamers our age or similar where, with these bigger games, when you have, we neither of us have kids, so that's one thing that we don't have. We do have cats. We do have cats. They are they're very understandable. They, they Bella will annoy the crap out of me sometimes, where she wants to go outside or something, but um, but I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night and all that stuff. So, but I have heard with gamers who do have kids, especially new kids, um, on the block, and that it's like. With bigger games, just the idea that you will only be able to play maybe a couple hours a week or something, and you're looking at a game like Persona or Fallout that's like 80, 100, 120 hours, when you do the math, you're like, this is going to take me months to finish. Mm -hmm. And so I do understand that there are, I hear a lot of complaints about games that are quote unquote too big, which I mostly disagree about because oftentimes not always but oftentimes you have a choice about how big a game is so like an assassin's creed game you can mainline the story and finish it in 30 hours or something but if you wanted it to be an 80 hour game there's tons of side quests and side content all that stuff exploration collectibles everything like that um but having said that even 30 hours if if you're a person who works a full-time job and has a kid or two kids or whatever um, and in a relationship and friends, you know, friend groups and all that stuff. Um, and you can only get two or three hours a week finishing a 30 hour game is going to take you how long, you know, 10 weeks. Yeah. But if, but if you're the person that likes doing the completionist and playing all the side stuff, that just became a daunting task. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it, it sort of falls into the, like, I, I mean, like, yeah, I could finish the storyline right away and then go back and do the side stuff. But that's a, that's not how we play games. You know that we yeah. like, you know, you know, my father is dying. I need to get to fix everything right away. But first let me go do these. Let me get your, you know, fridge working for you and all that this stuff. This lady and, needs 14 feathers. Hold on. Yeah. I gotta go collect them. Like the that, that false sense of urgency. Um, see, I think, I, I think if games were to me not make that a false sense of urgency and actually made it a sense of urgency, maybe you know that would be like majora's mask never played it so i don't know it was i know neither it, have it, I, but it it's was like, like on a 72 hour timer or something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah and but that stresses me out like pikmin pikmin does the same thing it's like fucking go you are on a time limit and i'm like wait dead, I need dead rising did the same wanna, thing too dead rising and i i thought i was gonna hate that i ended up liking it because it's made 
like many Japanese games, it's made to be replayed. Yeah. So it's you get unlock stuff and you can carry stuff over. So then the second playthrough is easier. Um, once I figured that out, I was like, that's that's fine. Yeah, but it, the idea going into it, I was like, I'm going to get it because of zombies, but it sounds so fucking stressful. And it is. It is really stressful. Yeah, the first like two or three playful playthroughs are just like still a slog to go through. Yeah. It's not until you start unlocking like the super weapons and stuff like that to make it like way easier to be able to do it. You still can't do, I still haven't been able to beat like a lot of those fucking trophy hunting stuff, but yeah. 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 They're pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. So you, you, I talked a lot. I, (laughs) no, I was just going to, to bring it back to like the idea of, of, uh, aging and getting older, and again, like us not having kids, I feel like that's why people gravitated toward the Switch so much because a lot of Nintendo games and Switch games were so much more bite-sized and you can easily just take that with you. You don't have to have a whole ritual of, I need to sit down, I need, I want it to be dark, I need it to be quiet. You could literally just take it with you. And I, I have to think that that was con- a contributing factor to the Switch's success was that a lot of people who might only get two or three hours a week because that's when they have time to sit down in front of the TV suddenly might have more time because they have this portable console with them um, that they can, you know, start at home, start playing on their TV and then take to work with them and play on, play on their lunch break or something like that. Or they could play in bed, you know, like while they're like yeah. winding down or whatever, like when they actually have time to like sit and be by themselves or, you know, by themselves, quote unquote, or just that alone and that's time. that's what's so, yeah, that's what's so frustrating about gatekeeping to me with with certain toxic gamers who want to make it seem like you're only a true gamer if you dedicate tons of time and all this all these things. If we look at the st- statistics of who the average gamer is, it's not that person. They're not the average gamer. No. I think they like to think they are, um, but they're a pretty small group. There are a lot of adults, you know, with full time jobs, families, all that fun stuff that are the average gamer. And so it doesn't, you know, sometimes people don't have a choice. Those people who might only have a few hours a week, they want to probably be more quote unquote hardcore, but it's about priorities. And if you prioritize games, you have to deprioritize something else. And that can suck. You know what I mean? Like then do you give up friendships? Do you give up family time? Do you give up you know other hobbies like for me that that's what it is like i have to give up virtually all my other hobbies i love movies and so i buy a lot of movies and a lot of times it comes down to at the end of the day i have two hours do i watch a movie and that's the only thing i do or do i get some more game time in you know um and if i'm playing a big game like persona i feel like i have to make progress every day at least a little bit because there's so much it took me a month to play through persona 5 royal um and so playing a movie feels that triggers my anxiety because then i feel like i'm you know i'm checking off this movie from the list but i have so many games to play like my list is endless and that's another thing backlogs like we we built up these backlogs when we had time to play games we had time and extra money so we're buying all these games and we're like we'll play them one day dumbass no you're gonna get older and have less time <laughs> and you have more money so when you're young you're like oh, i can't wait till i have all the money i want to buy all i don't have to worry about scrounging up money to get a new console i don't have to worry about like budgeting i'm just gonna get a new uh, ps5's out i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get all the games and then yeah you do have money when you're older to get that stuff and you just don't have the time to play it yeah. you know 
but even still sometimes it's like it's still a big ask you know 600 500 600 for a console um you know i think we're seeing that with vr vr is still impossibly expensive i mean it's it's definitely like well like well within reach now and especially too it can be completely untethered like that makes it like because before like you had to have a room to do it sort of thing right you had to have all this shit set up like you couldn't do it otherwise like you know we thought about it for like a minute when we played a friend's like vive and like oh that would be really sweet and then it's like okay one it's eight hundred dollars two we'll need a pc that can actually use it three we'll need to clear out this room and be able to set all the beacons up and it's just like that's a that's a big fucking ask and now it's like 300 bucks and it's all self-contained and you can just you know, hook it up to a PC and then just go from there and it's all inside out tracking. You don't have to worry about all that shit. So like, yeah, it's, it's way more accessible, but it's still, it's still an ask, you know? And it's also like, also there's not a lot to do on it too. So that's, that's actually like going back to, you know, like sitting down playing game. Like I was actually like relieved that like I was able to like get into control like super quickly the, the game control um because right. i was just i was worried that it wasn't gonna grab me immediately because like it's kind of like eh, when i first started but within like the first hour i'm just like okay no I'm, I'm going to play this game all the way through to completion like i'm gonna set time aside every every day or so to just pluck away at it a little bit more and a little bit more and i'm so glad yeah. i did it's such a good game um but it, that could have been like one of the other games that just like fell by the wayside. I'm like, I'll come back to it later sort of thing. Uh, and then I never do. Yeah. Uh, this past summer I've been revisiting games, which I never felt like I could because of that anxiety thing. Because if I'm replaying a game, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it for the first time. I'm not getting trophies. So like my anxiety used to just prevent me from doing that because I, f- I really felt like I was wasting time then, especially if I, like, I went, I wanted to go back and play Persona. I still want to go back and play Dr- Dragon Quest Eleven, but I got the platinum trophies in those, so it's like, why would I do that? Other than I do want to play them, but they're both hundred plus hour games. So what am I giving up in that trade? You know, mm-hmm. when we were younger, this is where we found sound like old men. We could binge games for like. 14 16 hours a day it wasn't super common but we had that option Mm -hmm. we could be like you know what i'm just gonna play i'm gonna play as much and i have done that as an adult when i'm on like breaks i've done that with like assassin's creed black flag i played over winter break one year between i think between undergrad and grad school or maybe my first grad school break um and i was playing it like day and night and having dreams about it and that kind of thing um but it has to be like on a on a break you have to like take time off to do that it's not something that you can otherwise it would be like your entire weekend and then you're just right back to work you know Mm -hmm. and um yeah so i definitely took that for granted when i was a when i was a teenager um was just being able to knock out big rpgs within like a week because i'd be spending 12 14 hours a day playing and now kind of to go back to what you were talking about with anxiety there will be days where i'm like oh i have a nice little stretch I'm going to, I'm going to spend all day playing a game and I'll be halfway through that day and be like, I got to do something else. And it's not that I want to, I want to keep playing, but there's something internal that's like, and it's probably a lot of societal pressure and like subconscious, you know, cultural stuff. But 
I'm like, you piece of shit. You're so lazy. And like, I start getting depressed. And so I feel like I have to go watch a movie or go out and get. Well, it probably doesn't help that I'm texting you those same exact things at the same time. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. With pictures of your bare ass. Um, <laughs> making me, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I no. It's like I I feel the same way. Like you know, I have like a bunch of side projects that I like. I start and then like I ha- haven't finished them. I think I I think I probably do have like autism or ADD or something that like just like yeah. I'll start doing something and then if I don't keep doing it and I get any sort of point where I just stop doing it for an extended period of time, I won't go back to it uh, forever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still in the process of ripping my fucking CDs. I'm like so close oh, to the shit. end. And like, I need to go back and like need to re-rip a couple because I fucked up some of them. So I need to go back. But now it's a daunting thing of, I have to go through, find out which ones I fucked up and then go back and get all those out of those boxes and then re-rip them and all that stuff. So that's a task in and of itself. Um, And plus now I'm far enough removed from it that like, you know, got put on the back burner. So now I got to do that, you know, getting the, like, the 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 groove of doing it again um and also too like i'm using my computer to do it and that's my main computers and i can't really do anything else on it while it's while it's ripping the cd so i kind of need to be like occupied with something else and it's just like kind of hard to like focus on two things at one time unless it's like all set up in a very specific way and it just takes up a lot of space so you know it's 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 hard to multitask it's a lot harder than yeah. it's a lot harder to do that stuff when you, when you when you actually do it in practice. I'm plus that's why. I, oh, I was going to plus two. No. Like I'm going to as soon as I finish the CD project, I'm going to go do go do the DVD project of ripping all the DVDs and doing all that stuff. And that's at least that's like you know a time commitment for like it's gonna it's gonna take an hour for a movie to rip and or like two hours for a movie to rip and decode and all that stuff so it's like i could right. that's something i could just put down and walk away from it and come back to it later so yeah i don't understand how people can juggle games like they'll be like oh i started this game and now this other game came out so i'm gonna switch over to that and then i'll come back to this later i can't i'm I'm very single track minded when it comes to games i hate walking away from them i have to sort of mentally be in that world otherwise i feel so weird coming back which is why like I will refuse to play like I know they're in the past I'll be in the middle of like a big RPG or something and something will come out and someone will be like are you gonna play this like I want to talk to you about it. I want to hear your thoughts and I'm like not until I finish this other game because like I can't unless it's like a small game like a little like like or something like everybody's golf where I can just kind of play rounds here and there it's not necessarily like this big narrative thing. I just can't do it. I have to stay in the world of that one game. I, I, it's so hard for me to, to jump around. But also, I, I, I'm, I have to finish things. And I, I think this does go back to young, my younger years as well. Like, I have to, if I start a game, the vast majority of the time I'm going to finish it, which I said earlier I might give up on C14 dating because it's not really clicking with me. That's a really rare occurrence for me. Like, I, even if I'm not really digging a game, I'm like, I got to finish it. <laughs> Because again, otherwise it kind of feels like a waste of time. Like, why did I even start this then? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a waste of time. Like, cause you know, you, you don't know what you're getting into. So it's like, yeah, if it's just not grabbing you and 
you force yourself to continue playing it when you could be playing something else that you want to play instead. Yeah. Like I would see that as a bigger waste of time than, you know, slogging through a game that you fucking don't like, you know? No. Yeah. I, I agree. And I would say that anyone else that had that, that same thought, I would be like, it's not a waste of time if you're doing it for whatever. But for me internally, it feels like, no, like you it fucking feels listen like to me. It's not a waste of time. Joey. <laughs> No, I he just I, sent me a text. I did. Uh, no, I no, I I get that. Like, you could tell all people, you could tell other people all day the what the right thing to do is, but you'll never do the right thing. Yeah, let's talk. Let's let's talk about the physical tolls. When I was when we were younger, I remember us talking about like, well, what do we do? Like, if we start getting like arthritis or like, like, what do people do when they get older? Have you had any physical? side effects of gaming or are there are there any physical ailments in our elderly years now um i do feel like fatigue a little bit in the hands from like holding controller for extended periods of time uh also just not being able to like sit comfortably but that's a problem my own because i don't sit properly anyway no matter Mm -hmm. where i'm sitting like right now this is i don't have good posture because my computer is lower than uh me right now so i'm sitting higher and i'm looking down which is not good for my neck or my back um also i'm not you're welcome yeah thanks joey (laughs) um but yeah as far as like that goes like so far i haven't had any like issues like that to where like i can't make my fingies work or anything like that or like eye strain or anything i probably should start wearing like at least some sort of glasses to help the light blocking uh, the, right. the the blue light blocking but i also sit far enough away from the tv um although i do stare at my computer screen like it's, it's always open all the time so i have that like right in front of me too so yeah i probably should get some sort of glasses but other than that i i really haven't had any physical uh um repercussions of game playing at least that as far as i noticed I, I don't know if I'm if I legitimately am starting to get arthritis or if it's just repetitive uh, strain, but my I have two knuckles on my right hand. One of them is in my thumb, and one of them is in my ring finger that get really cramped and sore if I've been playing a lot of games. And it's because I realize that I'll. It depends on the type of game, but I, I my fingers aren't necessarily loose. I have them very tight because I'm like really holding the like the joystick in a specific direction and keeping my thumb tight the entire time and I realized a while ago that I would like wake up and my 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 Thor would my what the hell <laughs> my Thor would be some I don't know what is wrong with me today it sounds like I've been drinking or something but I I have not well um, what did this uh this god do to you this Thor would come down and say Joey deep pants no um my thumb would be really sore and i'm i was like what the hell did i hurt it did i like strain it did i did i sprain it somehow and then i would be like you played video games for an extended period of time yesterday and i was i was like no no you're not that old come on and the more i do, do it if i play a game for a long time my joints these two joints in particular will hurt and feel like I hurt them. They'll feel like I I injured them in some way. And I'm like, nah, I I have to face it. I'm fucking old. You know what I mean? Like, 
that stuff's starting to happen. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> You're old. I always knew. Old. <laughs> um, That's what I'm going to ask the ghost next time. Yeah. Like, How old am I? <laughs> old. <laughs> um, no, I... I think Flay don't have I I feel like my dexterity maybe isn't as quick as it used to be. Um but as far as like holding stuff like yeah, I'll, you know, if I if I realize that I'm gripping the controller too hard like yeah, I'll like loosen up or whatever. Uh I have realized though over the past couple of years that uh I don't hold um controllers like a normal person does apparently. So like when I hold when I'm holding like a PS5 controller um, I don't rest both fingers on the shoulders. I only use my index fingers for all the shoulder buttons. That's interesting. I, I never, I, 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 I never, I never rest my like middle fingers on like the triggers. I always hold them behind. I always hold a, I always hold like I'm holding a, a Super Nintendo controller. Okay. I'm holding a PS5 controller now. And I, I realize that what I do with the PS5 controller is I just put my pointer fingers on the back triggers. Yeah the r2 and l2 and then when i need to hit the front triggers i move them up and i think hold on let me grab let me grab my swanky new color shift xbox controller you see this oh that's fancy it's it's an audio podcast but it's beautiful i just got it today and yeah i do the same thing at the xbox is it normal for people to put i've seen plenty of people who rest all fingers on the triggers at all times. Wow. I, maybe that maybe that's I, not common, but I've seen enough people do it to where it's just like, have I been doing this wrong the entire fucking time for the past like fifteen fucking years, twenty years almost? Yeah. I hate when games require you to do that when they're like, here, you know, hit all these buttons, and I'm like, I can't. How I only have two fingers. It's like, no, you do. You have more, but I don't want to use them, because like you said, I'm used to using just those two. Well, it's like typing on a um, keyboard is like, I still, I'm still an index finger type. I'm really fast, but I've still, for the most part, like index fingers, and I'll occasionally pepper in. Yeah. But, like, I'm really fast typing, but I'm also not very good at typing. Um, yeah, no, I... There... Yeah. There was a video that I could not find, but it was a backstage of some award show, like MTV Video Music Awards or something, way back in the day, when Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was still a kid, or maybe like a young teenager, and he was playing Super Nintendo with his friend, and he had he was holding the left part of it normally, the D-pad part of it, and then his right hand, he was using his, he was like, it was like a like a like a, a like, joy or not a joy like, pad, like, but like a arcade yeah. stick or something. He was using his finger, like the the pads of his fingers, to like like you're typing on a keyboard. And I can't find that clip anywhere. And I want to post it on Twitter and be like, "This is always it always pops into my brain that Leonardo DiCaprio used to hold his controller like a fucking freak, <laughs> but I can never find it. I can't fucking find it anywhere. So I'm like, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, right, uh, you just so I think um, cap Seth Seth Killian, the guy who is uh like community manager for Capcom for a while there during like the Street Fighter 4 Marvel vs. Capcom stuff. Um, yeah. So apparently he plays, when he plays like those games on the arcade stick, he plays cross-handed. His right hand, really? his right hands on the joystick, his left hands are hitting. That's weird. Hitting, Is he left-handed or something? I don't, I don't know offhand, but that's just the way he plays. Hmm. Like that's, that's really, that's a, that's a freak thing to do. That's, that's a freak. What a freak. So I guess we could end there. We're old. 
but at least we're not at freaks. least we're not <laughs> freaks um yeah i assume we'll probably check in again on this in 40 years when we're in a home when we're dead when we're really old <laughs> when we're dead yeah when the when the earth is is ashes um when people contact us in phasmophobia yeah but this has not been fun normally i'm like this has been fun this has been depressing yeah way to, way to bring old. it down on dreamcast birthday seriously dream oh, i'm sorry dreamcast um, we are like you headed toward a swift death. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but thank you, Ron, for joining us. I think you'll be back next week, um, where we're hopefully going to try to play a game that I think is going to be fun. I hope is going to be fun. Let's make it fun. Um, I, but Tab's going to be back next week as well. Since I'm not interested in a lot of stuff, I'm probably going to ruin it for both of you. So it'll be great. You might. I th- I've thought about that. I'm trying to think <laughs> of ways to. I'm going to be just a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Um, but we'll talk about that more next week. Thank you everyone for joining us and for listening to us lament about our agedness. Um, if you want to contact us, you can contact me on Twitter at Losperman. You can contact Ron at Big Bad Ron. You can email us at prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> for the Dreamcast.